Hey lovebirds, welcome back. I'm Daniel. And I'm Garrett. And we're your hosts of Modern Gaze. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about love and all the crazy, wonderful things we do to find it. Talking about doing something pretty wild, our special guest this week is Nigel Battle. He's from Out TV's reality dating show, For the Love of Dilfs. And he's here to spill the tea on his experience on the show. And of course, some of the craziest things he's done to find the one. In our episode notes, make sure that you follow our links to connect on Instagram, threads, X, or wherever you want to say hello and let us know what you think about the show, as well as subscribe and follow and leave a review on whatever podcast platform you're listening. And we also have a newsletter, sign up for it. So let's kick on. When we go through moments in our life, we have to make choices and sometimes there's really big choices and sometimes you like think about oh which path should i take because if i take this and it's going to lead me down to this but if i go down this well 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 i mean who can you don't know what's going to happen know. it's like the A unknown choice. it's the unknown especially when even when you're falling in love well i would thought it would be fun yes if we did a little bit of a this or that where we would really put two ridiculous things scenarios to get yes and we'll compare them and we'll just like do some quick ones all right let's do it really quick all right give me one so free lifetime travel right would you rather traveling for free for the rest of your life or never have to pay for food ever again easy never have to pay for food ever again really yeah i love food Give so, me an unlimited amount of like free food, free fries, anything pizza, you want, burgers. Oh my God. I would go for the travel. I know you would. I mean, imagine being able to just like jump on a plane for free and go wherever Yeah, but you, you travel go. for free, but then you got to spend the money, no, no, girl. No, no, you get the hotel, you get the five-star accommodation, you get the- But no, you don't get the you food You get to travel free. first class and you get five-star accommodation in the scenario as well. Oh, that will make it a bit more difficult, okay. but I'm still going to stick to food. Moving on. So would you choose to never age physically? So you'll still get old, but you'll never look old, right? Mm, mm. Or have the ability to time travel. Okay. Now you got me on my tippy toes. I'm going to have to say never age for two reasons. One, it'll cost me a lot less in Botox. Two, I don't need to know what happens in the future. I would love to know. But you could also go into the past if you want. I can do that through some spiritual mediums, past life regression, healing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's an already available service, darling. Just do your past life regression. Okay. Call a girl up. She will help you. <laughs> she will guide you. <laughs> That's a funny point, actually. Okay. So infinite wealth. Oh, you're still, uh, you're still going. <laughs> okay. Infinite wealth. Right. So you would be able to have an infinite wealth of money at your disposal wow. or you can enjoy perfect health. Oh, I'm going to say infinite wealth because if you've got the money, you can pay for the you health. Can pay for the health. <laughs> you can pay for a trainer. You can go get that $2,500 scan that like yes. basically predicts your healthy future. Correct. That everyone is getting now. That's, That's right. So you can eat healthy with the, with the money you got. You can buy juices. All you organic. Can, all organic. You can get the most expensive celebrity trainer. Yep. You know, you can do a lot with that money. Okay. So the money leads to my infinite health. Okay. So which superpower would you rather have? Mm. The ability to read minds. Okay. 
or become invisible anytime you want. Well, I feel like I can already read minds, so it would be become invisible whenever I want. And what would you do with this invisibility? Spy on people. <laughs> and what would you want to spy? Who would you spy on? I'm watching you, bitch. <laughs> I can see you. <laughs> I would rather read minds. And I, but it, really? I, yeah, I would definitely want to like be able to turn that on and off. But you would be reading minds at the like at the glory of your receipts. No, I'd be walking down the street and I'd be like, "Girl, don't do that!" <laughs> and she's like, "How did what you the- read my mind?" <laughs> <laughs> no, I would still want. What did I want? Oh, I would still want to be invisible. I want to watch you. Oh, you don't watch. <laughs> I thought you were going to say like, you know, you can go like rob a bank. Oh no, girl. My, I'm already rich. I got the infinite wealth and I'm healthy. So then we're going to spy on people. Oh my God. Okay. Last one. What if you could have a professional stylist, a fashion stylist mm-hmm. or a professional celebrity chef? Oh. Would you rather have someone cook for you professionally, like gourmet or look stunting, hunty? Okay, I have questions. Do I have to pay for the clothes or the food? Negative. It all comes in the service. It's all free. Yeah. Oh, oh I, you know what? I think I would choose the fashion stylist. Amen, girl. Because that would, would be fun. A, yeah. That would just be fun. And then you get to like just play dress up. You're like, oh, let's let's try on this you would look Balenciaga sickening. jacket. Oh, yeah. let's try on this Gucci velour tracksuit. <laughs> girl, no tracksuits here. <laughs> See, look, I need a stuff. You need some help. Sandy help. <laughs> All right. Well, we have Nigel Battle waiting in the waiting room. I yes. think we should let him in. Unleash the daddy. Production Release the daddy. Release the daddy, Storm and Daniels. Us gays, we just know how to do stuff. Well, what about modern gays? That's easy. Modern gays do everything. So for those of you who don't know Nigel Battle or the show For the Love of Dills, the show is on Out TV, hosted by the one and only Stormy Daniels. There are two groups of contestants that come into the show. There are the daddies and the himbos, all looking to find love. Yes, and it is fun and exciting and sexy and kind of wild, ridiculous, over the top. I mean, there's sexualis. It's very sexualidad. And it's also like very almost surprising and emotional and it's just constantly ups and downs. You don't know what's coming. Yeah. You don't really know what's coming. We're going to chat to Nigel now to get his experience and also learn some of the crazy things that he's done for love, the good stuff and the bad stuff. But before we get into that, I would love to welcome to the show, Nigel. Thanks for joining us. Hey guys. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. You're a content creator. You do a lot of really great videos and podcasts and storytelling. Tell us a little bit more about who you are and what you do. Yeah, I'm a full like 360 creator and artist. I love being on stage. I love making videos. I love singing, acting, dancing, creating, drawing, painting. I'm like, yes. <laughs> there's nothing. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing um, I haven't tried or, or or haven't wanted to try. I'm very um, 
excited and I explore life in that way. And I guess that started like when I was younger, like my mom just had to be like in every sport, every single activity. And I was always just looking for my thing. So Mm. I just never stopped being like, crazy like that i just always loved everything so i love that i feel like you're so energetic i feel like you're like so out there you're so confident where does that kind of come from have you always been like that no oh my gosh that's around 27 28 i basically went to my first big gay festival stumbled into a a bear party yeah i was like zipped up to here and uh, uh, someone, one of the daddies was like, oh, what's that? Like, why is that like that? Like, take that out or whatever. And I basically just never looked back. Um, that community gave me so much confidence. And I took it and ran with it, started my channel, started going for my dreams because I finally felt beautiful. I never felt comfortable. I used to like bathe in there. People made me believe that I was disgusting for how I looked. And once I hit 27, 28, I was able to see the bright side of it all. Hopefully it's becoming stronger and stronger, but to have like the ability to find truth in who you are and also just love yourself is so so important. So important. Um, And I think that's something that you definitely radiate, but I have a quick question I would love to jump into is Going on a reality television show, the craziest thing you've done for love. Oh, <laughs> was right because for love, I've I've done a lot for love. Um, you know what? It might be, it might be. But the other crazy things that fall right under it, like they're crazy too. Because when it comes to looking for this person, like I do not hold back, and the person that I am, like looking for love on this show. I was looking for love in that way before I got on the show. Right. So like, I love that my friends who know me are like, oh, like you were 100% yourself because you've been looking for this guy. Like, you know, so. You're jumping on a reality television experience. There is an idea of like what you have in your mind of what it's going to be like. And how it's going to go. You know, but then RuPaul always says, you, you want to blame it on the edit. Yeah, but they are editing that stuff. Like, of course. Pretty hardcore. Do you feel in that search for love was the risk that you took to be on that show worth it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, it gave me such a platform to show to show that side of myself. And that was that was nerve wracking because having, I love performing and I love entertaining, but even throughout all of that and YouTube and being on stage, the one thing that I, I do like to keep private is kind of like my love life and all of that. Mm. So it was interesting for, for it to flip, you know what I mean? For the entertainment to actually be and the content to actually be who I was interested in um, was scary, but it was worth it. And it was such a, a different experience and it, it's, it's changed my life in a lot of ways. And I couldn't be more grateful. Do you, did you feel as though you had to balance like being over the top with also being raw and authentic and really being vulnerable with your partner throughout the whole season? It wasn't really something that I thought about. I, I was such a fan of reality TV before I went on and I was, I went in thinking like, I'm going to give the realest authentic experience I can. A person's day and a person's life is not all uppity, excited and happy. There are so many waves throughout one day and I wanted to kind of be proud of that. So if I was happy, I was happy. And if I was, if I was horny, I was horny. You know, I wasn't afraid to show my emotion, but more importantly, I wasn't afraid to show the shift in my emotion. That's good. Because mm. I feel like for myself, it would sometimes, and for a lot of people, it would be very difficult to distinguish 
acting and being on camera to actually also being authentic and build a genuine connection, especially with love with cameras and the whole production Mm. in front of you. You know, it's not housewives. Yeah. I mean, so many people keep asking, like, um, was it scripted? And I'm like, oh, I wish. Like, I do know how much I wish I got. I was casted as this fun character and I got, no, like, there was no script. There was no plan. It was, it's what you see is what you get with the show type thing. I love it. Um, yes, it was easy to not go on as a character because there was, there was nothing written. There was, there was no one to be but yourself. Yeah, amazing. Well, we're going to get more into your experience on the show, but I want to get some of your insight and advice on the topic that we're going to be talking about today, which is the things we do for love. And the crazy things we do for love, the wild things, the, the good things, and some of the bad things, the naughty things. (laughs) Let's start with the good. Love is a wild ride. Love is so different to so many different, to everyone. Mm. Like everyone has their own experience, their own definition of what love looks like. We look at movies and TV and those like dramatic stories that were inspired by all of the biggest acts of vulnerability or sacrifice or any kind of approach to try to win someone's heart. It's not so wild, I would say, but it's hard to do. And I would say that's being yourself. Mm. I <laughs> I have definitely, um, how you say, like, I could, I could be someone who I know you want to be in that situation. Um, and I think it takes a lot more strength and courage to be like who you are and connect with someone like as who you are rather than just be who you think they want. Um, but in the gay dating world, it, it becomes very apparent what someone may want and then it becomes hard to not just morph into that real quick i think it's so hard to be yourself sometimes and really be authentic and have a strong sense of identity and not lose it there are going to be moments where you you sacrifice and you both hopefully balance one another out but i think especially when I was younger, I'm sure everyone can agree. It's really difficult to not just people please and then lose yourself. I agree. I think one of the greatest things that I've done for love in a good way is, and this can be interpreted as a good or a bad thing for some people, was I moved to a new country and I left the life that we had in Los Angeles and moved to Melbourne, Australia. And that was a huge risk. And I really did do that for love because I don't think I would... I, I would have never had the opportunity. I wouldn't even thought in like the wild, like in a moment in, in my life that I'd ever be like, oh yeah, I want to go live in Australia. Mm. Speaking about good things for love, I feel like there are so many different things that can happen within a relationship, right? Like you guys can have your first anniversary together and then you guys can get your first place together maybe after a month of dating and you're married the next month and then you got a dog and then everything's kind of happening very quickly, you know, because I feel like it goes so fast. For taking those stages in a relationship, you are constantly doing things for love, right? You are doing things that maybe you would not do on your own, especially when you built your own life and you feel really good about what you have and like the world that you've created for yourself. One of the biggest fears is having that change or like giving up too much of the, some of the stuff that you really appreciate. When you think about like the life that you've built and like your home, do you worry at all about having any of that be impacted by a relationship or how do you manage that balance? Yeah, absolutely. Especially like just recently going through a confidence journey and all that on my own, that's something I'm still exploring and still getting to know. So it's been weird, like finding that confidence and then allowing other people to enjoy it with me because I'm still like not 100% there yet. So it can be tricky, but 
it's definitely better to do what I'm doing than to not feel anything at all, which is how a lot of my 20s were, you know? Mm, one of the bad things, I guess getting into some bad things we do for love is obsess or mm. maybe get into that cycle of like diving into a deep doom scroll and comparing yourself a bit. Um, do you feel like there was some of that going on in the cast during filming? Um, you know, a little bit, but not to We really were like in our own little world. <laughs> and that was so beautiful. <laughs> that was so beautiful for us because because Rico and I had both come from places of not always like loving ourselves type thing. So when we were cool with ourselves, we were cool with each other. Everything else was just kind of floating around us. Yeah. Um, but in in my everyday world and in other um other relationships that I've had, like it's been it's been that it's been I can I see another couple. I'm seeing things on Instagram. I'm comparing their life, our life. Um, but it wasn't like that in the mansion, which made that experience even more special because I didn't have to go through that there. We felt very comfortable with each other and, and as a pair. So it just worked. That's good. But I did feel like you, you squished it because when he asked you, like, are you here for the right reasons? Like when he found out about you're a content creator and all this kind of stuff and you were literally like, no girl, like I'm here for love. I was so glad that scene played out the way it did because again, that I was on the spot when that happened. So that was a real reaction. I was offended and I backed myself up and it's been nice to see people like uh, react to that scene and be like, yes, like let the daddy do YouTube. Like, yes, <laughs> it was a pivotal moment, I think, especially for like you guys, like you and Rico, I think it was really a bonding moment, you could say, I guess. Um, but I think speaking of some other bad things, I think like constantly seeking validation in a relationship while you're dating, I think as humans, we are constantly looking for external and internal validation of, am I good enough? Does this person like me? Am I secure in our marriage or in our relationship? It's a tricky one because we all have past experiences and we have different traumas that happen earlier on in our life or in other relationships. And we don't always know the full story of someone's lived experience. Mm -hmm. So when someone is seeking a lot of validation, um, it is not a great practice. This might be like a practice that they take to find security um, mm -hmm. or find like trust and build on that trust. It is really important to maybe start asking questions about like, what was your previous relationship like? Dig in deeper to that person yes. to understand why they have that behavior. And there could be a lot of really great bonding moments for you guys. Like yeah. as you explore each other and understand one another and over time, maybe some of that, mm. um, that constant validation and those constant kind of check-ins would then start to dissipate and become fewer and far between. And then hopefully get to a point where there's more balance in that relationship, but it does take the right person. What would you say are yeah. some of the challenges that you've faced in love and how did you overcome them? Yeah. Um, falling for the wrong guy was a huge thing for me. And that's it became like an inevitable thing only because I'm very big on connection and when I'm when I want someone I want someone and I never I never always wanted the right guy does I never said he was the right guy I just said I wanted him type thing um so that has been difficult um but and I had I had to grow through that I had to date the wrong guy 
and be treated in a bad way to know that that's not for me and that I'm and I'm worth more. Do you feel like some of those experiences brought you to the show? What really was the catalyst to say like, okay, I'm going to actually go on for the love of Dilfs. Like I'm going to do it. Yeah. I mean, everything, um, from my love of entertainment, my love of reality TV and pop culture, to my love for love, to my love for actual season one. There was just so much where I it felt so fitting um, applying for that show because I was just like, mm-hmm. I belong here. Like I'm I'm going in this man. It, I just knew it. Like you just know certain things about your life, and um, and people would always say that, but I never really knew anything for sure. And mm. then I remember seeing season one of Elf and being like. This is very much for me. Like, I have to get on this show. (laughs) I feel like Australia loves, and America as well, their reality dating television shows. But there isn't a lot of gay representation or queer or LGBTQ plus representation. There's always like, sometimes that one couple that they involve in the show who might be queer and it's not really a bigger mix. How did it feel... And did you even think about being on a show that is primarily for the gay community, but is really celebrated by the whole queer community mm. and is actually one of the most more pioneering shows? Because like these are the shows that are establishing the platform, establishing the experiences for the many, many more shows and productions to come. Did you think about that at all? Or was that in your mind? Yeah, um, absolutely. <laughs> um, that is the best part. And as soon as I was able to announce that I was on the show, the first thing I did was shout out my 18-year-old self waiting in the real world line to mm. be the one gay cast member on Real World, you know, for an opportunity to show myself there. And I was just remembering on how far we've come in in those as a as a you know as a community that that's what it used to be one gay person per season in one cast and you're lucky if they showed you even being gay and then now look at where we are um so yeah it's that never leaves my mind i'm so honored and and privileged to be to be part of this change and and i can't wait to see it grow and i'm just i'm so proud of it that's that's the absolute best part of this whole experience Having a background in media and production and very comfortable in front of a camera, did you find that any of the production got in the way of really opening up and being vulnerable and finding love? Or how was that? Was it what you expected it to be or was it a bit different? Um, it was definitely not what I expected it to be. And it was a lot harder also than I expected it to be because I did go in thinking like, okay, like we love the camera. We love to entertain. Like we'll be fine. But again, like when the entertainment is your actual life, it becomes very different. And even as a fan of reality TV, like you just really do not get it until you're there. Let's talk through like your journey as much as you can, right? So you arrived, you were going to rock up the night before you were kind of like, in your head, thinking of all these different scenarios and hypothetical outcomes of what it could be. Talk us through what you thought it was going to be compared to what it actually was. I was confident with myself, but I was like, I know what it's like in this body and there's no way that someone here is going to like, like bears or whatever. I was like, there's no way. Like, I'll just do, I'll do it best I can. Like if it's one night I'm there, that's fine. Type thing. I was just happy to be there. I found someone who liked me I was, I held it on even tighter because I did not 
expect that to happen. I keep telling people it feels like I went to, I went on vacation and I like fell for someone and then like people filmed me. Like it doesn't right. feel like I went to a dating show. show. Yeah. I really like, I stopped competing. I was just like in La La Land and that whole episode, people can see it. Like The show, obviously with the daddies and the himbos and that's like a very mm-hmm. immediate label for two sides of the cast that are interacting with one another and trying to find love. You can see so much common ground and so much connection. And a lot of that himbos and daddies disappears because you're reminded, yes, these are the names of the game. But at the same time, you are just dealing with like a group of people that are just interacting and getting to know one another and being vulnerable. Mm. And, And I think that really quickly dissolves away. Like you actually forget who's a daddy and who's a himbo. And these are just people. Did you feel like it was separate? Do you think it was all one big group of people? Like, even though you guys have the himbos over here and the daddies over there, what was that like? You know, it's interesting. It's I think they intended for like, you know, himbos to be himboing and daddies to be daddying type thing. But I always like to say like, especially like with me, like, like the daddy you wanted is not the daddy you got type thing. And there's been a lot of like, not backlash, but people have definitely, you know, I have read some comments and people are straight up like they come for my femininity. They come for all types of things. And I love that because I'm like, I love that you have this one idea of what a daddy should be. And at the end of the day, like relationships are just relationships. And that like, which I love that you said that because those were my intentions as the show was progressing. I was like, okay, you cast me as a daddy. I'm, that doesn't mean I have to bring the qualities of a daddy that the world sees. Like I'm going to bring something new. Like, you know hmm. what I mean? Like, so I was proud of that, that it, at the end of the day, it just looks like connections. And people were like, it's so funny because so many people are like, oh, it looks like Rico's your daddy. And I'm like, okay, so he's a dad. He's a him. So we have two daddies. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, da- I'm, a, I'm a daddy with freaking himbo tendencies for sure. Like, I'm not going to deny that. Like I get crazy. Like what? But for show purposes, yeah, I'll be team daddy. I think for some people, let's quickly explain what a himbo is. Yeah. So a himbo is like your fun young like super like sexual younger sexy guy who is known to go for like an older daddy which is like an older more established person and that could be like not just age that could be a mental thing that could be something um for in my purposes i like to tell people like you know being a daddy for me is the way i care for my partner like i do it with daddy tendencies and like even from a production standpoint um, like a little side note that we, when we were trying to decide all those things, they ask you a series of questions when, when it comes to relationships and stuff like that. And whether or not you answer more like a him or a daddy helps decide where you end up kind of being cast. So just as an example to people who are like, oh, how are you a daddy? Like I was screened for it. And also like, you don't know my life. <laughs> well, I mean, going through these questionnaires and going through production and filming a show, you are certified. You're, You're like, certified you daddy. Certification daddy now. So Right. And again, like not, not that I have to prove anything to them but yeah i what if people really want to know i'm like i'm more daddy than you need to know absolutely without giving any you know teasers uh, teasers but also giving teasers like we've only seen two episodes what is coming without you getting (laughs) in trouble (laughs) (laughs) no um just like any group of people going through an experience the relationships they get stronger and and because of that the stakes become higher mm. um because daddies and himbos begin going home there, there are comp- there are challenges there are eliminations and 
the twist in the mansion really caused an electrifying stir. And that's just, that's not a huge spoiler because that's what you get when you get real people in a house filming a show. Things are going to get more crazy. They're going to get more uh, deeper because we're there longer. We're getting to know each other longer. And it's a very, very um, tight pressure cooker experience that they remind people of what reality TV is, that we don't leave that mansion. We're with each other 24-7 the whole time we're there. And because of that, that plays a part in, in, in what we experience yeah. and, and how deeply we experience it. So it, it gets crazy. Wow. I'm excited for you guys to see it. Yeah. <laughs> Buckle up and get ready. Where do you guys have yeah. sex? <laughs> yeah, there's so many bedrooms. There's a lot. There's like crevices and corners you can get into. <laughs> um, you can really have a healthy sexual appetite in Delph Mansion if you try hard enough, I'm sure. I'm sure. I mean, can you escape the cameras in the mansion or like somehow they'll find is you? Someone, is there a camera in every corner? <laughs> the smart contestants know about the blind spot. Stormy was cleaning that elevator, you know, so... She was cleaning so, up the mess. So the, as a certified daddy and as someone who's gone through relationships especially one that's you know been forged on reality television show we are looking for your expertise and we have a segment called only whispers where we invite our listeners and our audience to write in with their most burning questions burning provocative taboo questions that they may be too conflicted or embarrassed to ask some of their friends and family it's time for Amali Whispers so Nigel this one is from Nate in California and he says my partner and I are experiencing some communication challenges what are some tips and tricks to start improving and having these important conversations I would say be as open and loud as possible. Sit his ass down and bring a notebook and pen and talk about every single little thing that you need to improve on in order for this relationship to work. And if you can't improve on it, the relationship will have to end because there are too many people in the world for you to waste your time. And if it's not working, like you really need to figure that out ASAP. You need to dive right in and figure out if this is going to be a problem or not because it won't get better. I can tell you that. If it's, you don't go in and and fix the root of what's happening right now, it, you're not going to be, look, you're not going to communicate. You're not going to be able to talk about what's going wrong. So Correct. Yeah, you're going to brush it to the <laughs> side and then just keep sweeping it under the rug and then you're going to just have resentment towards right. your partner, right? So it's better to just get it done. I have another, <laughs> another question for you and this is from Mark in Miami. Mark asks, my partner doom scrolls in bed and sometimes goes live on Instagram. How do I bring this up that, that makes me feel uncomfortable that every aspect of our life is filmed even when we're going to bed? Oh, interesting. Um, mm. I wouldn't answer in this way, basically, if it, I was in a situation. But if I was this guy and I felt this way, I would probably... Um, bring it up immediately and possibly create windows where he can be a creator and then also create the windows that are for our, our, our life and our relationship. Um, I guess in certain ways I've, I've done that in terms of trying to mix my creative outlets with my personal life. You have to know when to turn it on and when to turn, turn it, it off. off. Yeah. And if he's not having that conversation with you, like you need to create that conversation because, um, 
that's again something that it can start small but it can really get at you and it could be the doom of your relationship if you don't go ahead and, and figure out those boundaries is the key word i guess that you need to find absolutely i i was going to say that word boundaries like it's about having those placements of this is what we can do this is not what we this is what's okay and this is what's not okay well thank you so much nigel for joining modern gaze any final words of advice or words of love to the fans who are maybe out there looking for a daddy or a daddy looking for a himbo? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, never give up. I feel like that would be my final words of advice because I know a lot of times some of the not so good relationships and not so good moments can make you feel like your good moments not coming. And I can honestly say that I, I fought past every bad moment because I knew my good moment was out there somewhere. And I mean that in terms of finding a himbo and also going for my dreams and doing all the things that I've always wanted to do. Well, thank you once again. And we wish you and Rico all the very best. Thank you so much for having me. It was so good to hear about your experience and also learn a little bit more about the craziest things that you've done for love. To all of our listeners out there, What's your crazy wild things that you've done for love? Share them with us and we'd love to hear your stories as well. And until next week, keep building the vibrant life you want by being your most authentic self. 